Welcome to the Broken Token Classic Arcade and Pinball Podcast. Hey Whitney, we're back at Louisville Arcade Expo for Saturday night, March 7th, and our live broadcast. Yeah, and Brent, this show was a ton of fun because we we got to do something that is a little, you know, out of the norm for the show, is we were able to get a lot of the show attendees' children on the broadcast for Saturday night, and it was just fantastic to sit and listen to their perspective on what they thought the expo was about, the hobby in general, and everything. So it was really, really neat. We've got some good interviews. We have Sean and Sharon O'Shea on as well. It was a blast. It's it was, a, it was the, a blast. The kids especially are an awesome perspective because you know a lot of the adults we travel to several of the shows and you know it all kind of honestly it all kind of boils down to a little bit of a comparison this show against that show which really isn't fair they're all unique they're, they're, they're all, all awesome unique. It, but the kids compa- the kids look at it from such a different perspective they do because they just look at it as rows of games and hours of fun and so it was just great to get their you know to just get their unfiltered perspective on what they think about the hobby and what sticks with them because What they see today is what's going to roll forward over the next 20 or 30 years and make the expos of of years to come, you know, pass. I look at at this as an opportunity to go ahead and corrupt a few young, impressionable minds and and bring them in the hobby with us. Yeah, we'll we'll plant those seeds sideways. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) So everybody, sit back and enjoy the live broadcast from Louisville Arcade Expo on Saturday night. Live from the Louisville Arcade Expo 2015, Saturday nights, the Broken Token Classic Arcade and Pinball Podcast. How's it going, Whitney? It's been a day. It has been a day. It's been a full day, man. I know you've done a lot of running. I don't think I've seen you for more than maybe seven or eight minutes the entire day. Why are you complaining about that? I'm not. I I was going to factor it down a little bit, you know, (laughs) give you the credit. But, you know, still. No, it's, it's been a great day. We've had a lot going on. Uh, there's been seminars. There has been people at the booth. There's just been a just a significant amount of traffic. It's been a good day, man. Been a good day. Lots to talk about. Uh, we probably ought to get a little bit of house uh, housekeeping out of the way first, though, Brent. Uh, we got Christy here at the table. We've got say hi, uh, Christy. Oh, hello. <laughs> We've also got guests uh, Sean and Sharon O'Shea with us. We're gonna bring them in here in just a few minutes. But uh, Brent, what all you been up to today, man? Man, I have just been doing a lot of running around, a lot of uh, work here at the booth. We've had a lot of folks come by to say hi. I actually had quite a few few people come by and just see all the rigs spread out and and just say, what is this? What is this all about? Yeah. So, you know, you tell kinda, me it's a hot mess? Well, someone's come up and said, hey, what is this? I said, it's a table. <laughs> and it... it it went over better than I thought it was going to go over for well, a smart Well, we just lost a listener. Yeah. You know that, well, don't you? I'm not sure he was old enough to have a phone, but it is what it is, you know. Fair, fair enough. Still could have been a listener. So a lot of time here at the booth and just kind of talking to everybody. A lot of uh, a lot of new people to meet. You know, a lot of friends have come by and said hi. A lot of listeners have come up and and just introduced themselves. It's been a pretty full day. That, that it has. I mean, we've gotten a lot of show feedback. We've gotten a lot of listener support. I mean, we've been on the run pretty much the entire day. So, Brent, I was uh, fortunate enough to catch uh, probably – one of the best seminars that have gone on here at the expo over the entire five years. We're fortunate enough to have uh, Mr. David Crane from Activision fame come in and give a seminar and talk about the development of Pitfall, Laser Blast, a lot of other games that he had worked on, some of the history of Activision. 
And uh, Brent, this is something that I was fortunate enough to be able to record, both video and audio. And we're going to release the video, put it up on the YouTube channel. We'll take the audio. I'll, I'll work on it, wrap it into a, a special podcast episode. But Brent, if anyone was ever curious about developing for the Atari 2600, that seminar was it. Yeah, did you like that? I got I got up in the mic a little bit better. <laughs> I saw you jump back. <laughs> we got to work on that mic technique. I, I, thought, well, I thought I was doing it. Well, I'm standing up and everybody else is sitting down. You know, so. this, this is all new. I mean, yeah. we've never done this. New. This is, I've, I've got Bob Barker syndrome. I'm looking for a wheel to spin. That's the whole you're deal. Just, he's just that excited. Christy's yeah. the only I one. I spin the wheel. Oh, I'm totally excited, man. This, this Christy's is the only time. professional among us. Let's yes. just be honest with it. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the reason why we have to have her open the show and close the show <laughs> And then everything else in the middle is just a mess. But uh, but no, Brent, we got an hour and a half of David Crane walking through 2600 development. He showed programming techniques. He showed hardware dependencies. He talked about sprite management. He talked about everything. It was it was unreal. Sean's shaking his head. He sat and watched the entire thing with me. Sean, how was it? Man? Oh, hold on. What was Sean's your take mic, on it? Sean's mic's not up here, so oh, hold on. Fire him up. But Whitney, you're just you bring it down, Whitney. Calm it down. You're gonna burn out early. Come on, man. No, we no, got, no, no. We no. got a show to go. No, no. It, trust me. Our the 10:30 show is gonna be on. You know, fire. I, unfortunately, I had to miss the seminar. And, and let's just throw it out there. David's background is mainly on the console side, and that's really a little outside of our wheelhouse. But it's not. I mean, a lot of the folks that we all are, grew up with it. Yeah, we whether all grew we're up talking with it. about it month to month or not. We all grew up with it. It's going to be interesting to hear it, and I'm glad that we, you've got a video version of it, and definitely the audio version of yeah. it. I've heard interviews with with uh, David Crane in the past, and it's just really kind of neat cool behind the scenes stories as to how how some of these games that we all grew up with came about and and you know the guy is so gracious he you can tell that the 30 years that he has floating up in his head stories context and experience he has to pick and choose everything that he says because there's just so much to say i was fortunate though brent i was uh, able to kind of corner him off to the side and say, hey, would you be willing to sit down and talk with oh, us gosh, for the show? I, gosh, I thought you were going to say you took his wallet. No, okay. no, no, no. no. Oh, I, no. I only do that the second time I see people. Okay, all okay. right. Okay, yeah. The and, first when, time and, just, when I, and when I need bus fare. Okay. But Who I was able to get him for 45 for, minutes, Brent, for an interview, and that is going to be such good podcast radio for you know for everybody to hear. So um, it, was, it was great. And you know something, Brent? The question that I asked him was the whole you know two lines of code doing gravity oh i was gonna ask if you got to loved it he loved it that was great it was fantastic i got it wove into the conversation really well um and he was he was he was appreciative of that question he was well there's there's worked out good there's a little teaser there for folks and uh um to, to listen to the interview, you know, if you, you may not think that you, you have no interest in it. Christy, do you even, before we bring Sean and, and Sharon O'Shea in, do you even know what an Atari 2600 is? Have you heard of it? Have you seen pictures? Of course. I know exactly what you're talking Can you just describe about. one for us? Yeah. I'm on a podcast about this stuff, so obviously brand, I know brand, everything. No, I, I, brand, I'll tell you, I love Christy. To just just cut, cut her mic right she's now. Just cut it. it. Yeah. We're, we're done. Just cut. She's, Christy, it's it's the it's the nineteen late late nineteen seventies equivalent of your Xbox. Yes, oh, we had okay. one button, one. Yes. Can you even count to one? That was, that one's was not even a number anymore. It was anymore. the quit button. Zero. 
one. Oh, sweet, oh. sweet, sweet, sweet yeah. Christy. So we're, we're giving her such a hard time. For folks man. out there, though, I mean, if you if you think about it, at the end of the day, the the video games, the upright coin op type games that we all kind of know and love, they're they're all computers to a degree, and it's all what you can do with with the hardware, and it's the same thing with the home consoles of the day and the twenty six hundred. So having some insight into that world and how the development works and just listening from someone that's so pivotal and so important in the industry it i mean it's something that you should you know if you think man i don't want to listen to this i would highly recommend that when we publish this episode uh with david david's interviews and the seminars that that you give it a listen because i know i'm going to and and the thing when he had mentioned earlier that's a teaser Two lines of code and gravity. Yes, it was it was fantastic. I mean, the the entire forty five minutes was, I would classify it, you Brent, for for us being here in the geography where we're at in Kentucky. This was the first time that David Crane had ever visited the state. Gave a fantastic seminar. Was able to capture his time. Get him to sit down. He was very gracious. I'm going to go ahead and classify it as probably a once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm just so thankful that we were able to get it done because it's going to be. Probably some cornerstone radio for our show. Cool. It's, it's going to be great. Now, let's throw to and uh, kind of corner Mr. Sean O'Shea. Well, hopefully, listeners to the show have heard of Sean before. Sean was our uh, unpaid intern production assistant in Chicago, hey. Ch- Chicago Pinball Expo. I- I'm paying him this time. I've got him beer. Hey, dude, it's Ooh. right here in the cooler. I'm kicking your cooler full of beer right I here. I saw it earlier. It's there. Shh, Brent was supposed to give me a raise, so that means, you know. <laughs> it, oh, well, wait, that's my raise. Beer. That is your raise. It's full <laughs> bottles, Sean. Not empty bottles, so that that's the way that it goes. Well, earlier I'd offered, I said, you know, take whatever you're whatever you're making now, and you know what, you've been doing a great job. Take sixty percent. We'll give you a sixty percent raise, and so sixty percent of zero is easy to figure out. Yeah. So that, that's good math. Sharon, once you run around and get onto Christie's mic, come on, get around there. Oh yeah, I mean this is listener supported radio, Sharon. Come on around. So Sean, you sounds like you were at the David Crane interview. I was. What was so, so tell us about it, man. What'd you think? So I thought it was really interesting. I, he said numerous times he was a little worried that he was losing the crowd and because he did go into technical detail. It ve- very deep, I thought. I thought so, too. Yeah. And I'm currently working on an electrical engineering degree, so I at least from a, you know, it's my second degree, but it's based on what he said. You're, you're was, working on amazed. an EE? Yeah, I have a, C, a BS and CS right now, and I'm working on my second bachelor's Well, I've degree. got a BS and BS, but geez, not <laughs> I just want to have more BS on paper, so... It's, that's a show title, Bryn. I'm writing that one down. Okay, okay. all right. But it, with what he went into, I could understand enough of it that I am truly amazed by what they were able to do with the 2600. See, and that's part of what amazes me to listen to some of these earlier game developers. Not just the home console, but video, you know, coin op video, and even pinball... They just weren't writing code, you know. Today, and I don't want to detract from anybody out there today. It's it's an entirely different world. That's a developer, but today's develop developer is really removed from the hardware as a whole. You know, if you're going to port a program to a different system, you do have a little work because there's some differences, but you you tend to have these layers of isolation. So the majority of your code can can kind of work from platform to platform. Back in the quote unquote the day. They had to know the iron. They they got down and touched the metal. He basically talked about that the whole way they were able to do it was they needed to know how a TV works with scanning and 
uh, how fast the processor they were going to use in the Atari were. Yeah, and, and they, they basically together. Yeah, they those two things were key to how games were programmed on that. So you really needed to know both that display hardware and that processor to do anything useful with the system. You know, the thing the thing that probably surprised me the most was that when he was talking about the concept of no pixels. And, yeah, like and, the the pixel didn't exist in their day in 1975 no, no. when they were developing the system. No, and, and I'm sitting there thinking it's like you know I've, I've actually got to take I've got to take a step back and rethink that whole that, that whole paradigm with there not being pixels. I, and I think it's just one of those scenarios where our generation that's really all we've known how graphics are constructed. And he's sitting there going, "You guys don't have a clue." And you know the broken token wheelhouse. The thing that I didn't know about the Atari that I thought was really interesting that David had said was the system was originally developed to do Tank and Pong, the arcade games from Atari. And if they were able to port those two things to a home system, they were pretty happy. And we got combat and video Olympics out of that. And, you know, thousands of other games. Well, the Activision stuff, like when David spun off and him and, and the fellow founders of Activision... Their games compared to, to Pong or, or, I guess, Tank, you know, Combat, the Combat Cart and all those games, those games were stunning. I mean, it was just, it, it, I've, I've heard some other interviews with David, discussion as to just what it took to put the Activision logo in line in the graphics in the games. And, you know, let's, let's, to circle this all back before we bore everyone to death, it's here for arcade game talk. Whitney, was it you or, or Sean that mentioned having to understand how television worked? You know, that was Sean. That was Sean. Yeah. Same thing on the arcade game side. They had, as a developer, and they had to understand how fast the screen would paint, and that would yeah. tie back to the processor they had. And they were even squeezing the cycles of the processor while the beam and the monitor would fly back from the lower right to the upper left, and that was time to calculate something. You know. These kids today, you know, they've got all these whiz-bang processors and these i5s and i7s, and they just got all kinds of, you know, Skypes and Facebooks and all these other things. And, you know, back in the day, we had to worry about that microsecond to gather, you know, get the beam back to do something, to calculate score. The other thing he talked about, too, that makes a lot of sense These is darn kids, get off my lawn. <laughs> is he talked about, you know, you know, your average PC today is going to have two gigabytes of RAM or four gigabytes of RAM. That system had 128 bytes. Yeah. Of everything. Of everything. So Sharon is setting... Your lovely wife, Sharon, we met... And and for listeners of the show, I I think we've covered this, but just in case we haven't, we met Sean and Sharon O'Shea in Atlanta last June, June 2014 at Southern Fried Game Room Expo. And somehow Sean ended up working for us. That's a whole other sort of story. But show monkey, <laughs> the official show monkey, Sean O'Shea. So Sharon is gingerly shying away from the microphone, but we're not going to let this. Ha- we're not going to let this fly. Sharon, what have you experienced at the show? I'm, we're not going to start asking you, you know, electrical engineering questions yet. Yeah. But y- yet, <laughs> what? So what? What have you seen at the show? Anything down here? Any games that you've played that you haven't played before? Yes, um, Andromeda would be the first. So okay, you got to speak up. You Andromeda. Can't be, you can't be quiet. <laughs> As I hear the gentleman say on every show, love the microphone. <laughs> you got. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Is that better? That's oh there my we God, go. Okay. That's way better. That's way better. 
So Andromeda? Yeah. Andromeda was a great solid state. I'd never even seen it or heard of it before, and it was really fun to play. Now, I know yeah. the name. Who made it? Do you remember? It's a 1985 game plan. Yeah. So only 500 or so of them, I think, they made. So it's a very short run, really short, small. I'm and it's got a bumper right above the left flipper. A pop bumper? Yeah. Pop. So it's yeah, so there's an in-lane on one side and a pop where the other slingshot yeah. would normally be. Now, you know, there is usually quite a few game plans that make their way here to this show. I know that uh, uh, one of the show, uh, pardon me, one of the show organizers, Jeremy, to be fair, Jeremy and Matt, they're both longtime pin collectors. And if, guys, if I get this wrong, I'm sorry. But I think Jeremy tends to have some of the game plan games and I, no, and no I you're, you're right he's the, he's, the, he's the one with all the game plan he's games. the game plan yep, he's the game plan guy and it's some like really low production games mm-hmm. you know they've been collecting for a while so they've had the opportunity to seek out these games so generally you're going to see a game plan or two out on the out on the show floor to play yeah. So now I'm going to have to go over and play it. Now, is that over in the next row? It is. It's right over our shoulder, I think. One more. Okay. Yeah. Right you know, over. So. It, as so often happens at, at the shows, we, we end up talking with everybody mm-hmm. and meeting old friends that you see at the shows and new fr- making new friends, and we hardly get to play. So I'm definitely going to have to make my way over yeah. and, and play that. Anything else that you played? Um, that I finally got to play Jurassic Park, which that was a lot of fun. There's one at Pinball Wizard. Yeah. Pelham, New Hampshire, of course. And hers is broken. <laughs> so, unfortunately, we haven't been able to play it. So, this was the first time I've got to play it. And Now, the, mm-hmm. the gentleman that owns the Jurassic Park, I want to say last year he had one pin. And it was a... Um, I want to say Dracula. And, you know, oh, here's where all the pin, the pin people are going to start screaming at yes. me, Whitney. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't... The later DMD Barry Ausler Dracula, it was an earlier Dracula, and, and I honestly I'm gonna have to look this up here in a second. Who, who produced I'm, it? I'm on it. I'll look it up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he that he had if memory serves just the one pin. Pretty sure that's a date east. Mm, this was this was an older, you know, kind of. 80s vintage, early 80s vintage. You can just tell by the look of it. You know, you can generally just glance at a pen and know know the the rough genre. I I just wasn't familiar with it. It wasn't a title that you see often, like an eight ball or, um, you know, a strikes and spares or something that effect. So anyway, he, he, over the past year, his his collection has expanded to include that Jurassic Park. And... The, there's a mod in it having to do with the the, the T-Rex, mm-hmm. and he is the designer and developer of that mod. So that's kind of his baby. One of, the, one of my coworkers actually has a Jurassic Park, and uh, he was offered to test it. I think he did actually do some testing for it, but he decided that uh, he didn't want to pick it up just from a cost perspective. Well, but it, it looked gorgeous. You know, unfortunately, you know, cost does become a factor at times and there, there's a lot of work that goes into these mods there's there's time there's effort there's testing there's development and especially if you're doing something something complex like a figure you know not not to downplay an led change or an LED because there's there's a lot of work involved in that too but if you get to the point of having to have molds or even today you're doing 3d printing i mean a good 3d printers over a grand i know i've looked you know there there is uh what's the term whitney is it barrier to entry that would be it. Yeah. Barrier to entry. So, you know, you've got to decide if you want to overcome that barrier. Well, in that market, in that technology is going to change. I was reading an article just last week where, you know, the, C- 
apparently the CIA is even working on developing 3D printing technology to print electronics. So they can just field print items. So it's it's a technology on the move. So, so Star, for us. So Star Trek got it right. <laughs> Except they, they got many things right, this being one of them. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Sean, game-wise, anything down here that just struck your fancy, anything that you've not gotten to play? I know you're spoiled. What's, uh, it, were, you, were you live in New Hampshire because of what? Pin- Pinball Wizard Arcade's 20 minutes from the house, and Fun Spot is uh, an hour and 15 minutes from the house. And boo-hoo-hoo, we all cry for you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good problem to have. A that's good a, problem to that's have. That's an awesome problem. Well, we don't have and, and but two-player Jurassic. So. That, that's true. And, and we did you know drive 15 hours to, to, to come to Louisville because the Broken Token podcast is so important to us. Well, and yeah. you know something, and we really do appreciate that. Really you know, do appreciate Whitney, that. Whitney, I had a massive fail. I was going to bring my Fire Power shirt. Uh-huh. And in, in, um, in Chicago, Whitney and I, we were um, blessed, if you will, to be on a panel. And they invited us uh, to Chicago to cover the uh, Pinball Expo and also asked us to be on a panel uh, with, a, with several other podcasters. And at the end of the panel, it was kind of a Q&A session, and Sean stands up in front of this room full of people with these shirts that he and his... It, let's be honest, Sharon. Did you do it? I, was I did s- it. All I, of them. Okay, I was going <laughs> to say... Inspiration, Sean. Everything else, Sharon. Okay, all right. Fair Blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> <laughs> so custom-made... Uh, uh, fire par shirts. See now, I can't even. Even if I try to say it correctly, I can't say it. We're done. We're done. Whitney, I got laughed at myself earlier. One of uh, one of the, our local friends here, uh, Danny and Shannon. Danny, he had a, a flyback flame out in one of his games, and you know, I said, uh, I just, I just said it. You know, once it's on fire, you're done. And I was like, I just said it. Yep. <laughs> And I happened to be standing there at the time, and he looked right at me. I looked at his shirt, and I said, there it is. There it is. It's done. (laughs) And it's funny how that just rolls off the tongue so naturally like that. So, uh, Sean, anything jump out at you game-wise? I really wanted to play at Pinball Expo, the Joust, Phoebe Smith's Joust Pinball, Mm -hmm. and did not get the opportunity. So Sharon's a huge Joust fan, so having the opportunity to walk over my wife and play that for the first time with her was really pretty cool. Did you beat him? Did you share? Nah, I drained a lot, but it's <laughs> fun because it's like a constant multi-ball. The yeah. whole thing is just a constant multi-ball, and it, it's a lot of fun. It's it really fast is. and furious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, out of curiosity, did you guys get to play the cocktail joust, the upright joust, and the joust two survival of the fittest? Well, the cocktail one hasn't been on. Okay, so I, I knew it unfortunately, wasn't on. Unfortunately, otherwise we would have played it. But yeah. I did play the two stand up. Okay, so. I, I knew it wasn't on yesterday, but yeah. I didn't know maybe if it if it made it up today or not. Yeah. So let me ask you, um, what about joust two survival of the fittest? Do you like the game? Um, the jury's kind of out with that because I I really like the classic one. I grew up with the classic one. And, you know, sometimes I'm a purist with that. Yeah. So The first time I played it, it, it struck me as odd that they went from horizontal monitor. So you had that nice, you know, you, you've got a lot of left to right action right. On, on, on a joust play field. Yeah. And then they switched it to a vertical and narrowed it. And, yeah. you know, it's a different dynamic. It adds a different, you know, skill set, I guess, to be able to play the game effectively. It just, I was a little... I was a little surprised, but then again, I can see where where they were, you know, Williams was like, well, let's just not, you know, wash, rinse, and repeat. Let's try to do something a little different. Yeah, but you have to reset your your thinking for that. Yeah. Oh, well, I can't reset my thinking for anything. (laughs) 
So how did you do on jazz Whit- stuff, Whitney right? is Whitney is moving around <laughs> doing all kinds of stuff over here, and it's messing with my thinking. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I was a little late on the social media getting all that started oh, up. Oh, I know. So I'm I'm just uh, I'm tending to house here while while we're doing the show. So that's uh I guess you know some behind the scenes, but. So you're too busy so looking you, for a wheel to spin. What's that now? You're too busy looking for a wheel to spin. That's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> much <laughs> it. That's pretty much it. So, so how did you how did you do on jowls? Um, I think I did pretty good. I, it's it's harder when you have a lot of people there waiting to come. You know, behind you, the pressure is really on. Yeah. And so, you know, I feel bad. I don't want to stand there for a length of time and not have someone else play. Yeah. So, I'll just run through it real quick and. <laughs> Let it be. Well, one yeah. thing one thing that I've noticed about about the show is that you know the crowd was down yesterday. Okay, there really wasn't a whole lot of people out here yesterday, probably due to the weather, like we were talking about some yesterday. But the crowd tonight has really made up for it because I'm taking a quick look around the entire room, and I would say most every pinball machine is at least three to four people deep. Yeah. And it, it was funny, my dentist was actually here today, and he bought a pinball machine while he was here. And so... It was his first machine? No, 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 no. This is his third machine. So he's got a high speed, he's got a diner, and he bought a getaway today. Oh. And so, yeah, yeah. So so he completed the cycle on that deal. So so he made out okay. And um, he, was t- he had his daughter with him, and he was telling me, he's like, he's like, we have had such a good time, but we've had to wait to play most every machine. He said they waited almost an hour to play Wizard of Oz. All right? It was and a big line yeah, for that yeah. ruby red Wizard of Oz. Yeah, and so I asked him, I said, so what do you think about the Wizard of Oz? And his daughter stepped in and she goes, I love it! You know, like that. And I'm like, so do you want your dad to buy one? And she goes, yes. And I looked over at him and I said, you know, it's about an $8,000 machine, don't you? And, and she goes, that's a lot of teeth. Yeah, she goes, Eight thousand dollars, and I'm like, "Yeah, honey, eight thousand dollars." And and he looks over at her, and he goes, "It ain't eight thousand dollars, good like that, you know." <laughs> but but you know, but it is a great theme, a great machine. Wow. I just I just wish it didn't cost so eight I'm, grand. I'm not the only one that you do that to. Earlier in the weekend, when the show was starting up, there's a, a Stern dealer that was coming through the floor, and he's a Stern dealer from the area, really nice guy, and. Um, Whitney leans over to him and mentions that there there was a new stern that I've kind of had floating around in my mind, and I'm all, and then of course then the game is on. Yes. I'm like, oh, Whitney. <laughs> hey man, I was trying to work a deal for you. You're just spending my money. No, 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 no. I'm trying to work I an angle for you. I am the herd. <laughs> well, it's time to it's time to thick it up on one of those. So you would you'd love it, you know. Yep. So so guys, so was it worth the trip? Absolutely. Well, good. Yeah. You bought us beer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys bought us beer too, so you know. I decided to jump in the Papa tournament, so yeah. I'm not expecting to like win any prizes or anything. But yeah. It's been really fun participating in that. So, so talk, so talk about your experience with that. So, you know, have you have you played in other Papa tournaments before? I've. We have a local league, uh, the New England Pinball League. Okay. And you can play as a walk-in to their tournaments. Okay. So you normally can't play for a prize. And so I was encouraged by the owner and operator of Pinball Wizard Arcade to come in and, and try that. And the uh, Matt Guay is the leader of the league. And I emailed him, and he's like, was very encouraging. So I played with five other people in what they call the Z Div- the Z division. You know, you kind of have like A, B, C, D, and the Z is kind of like no prizes. And so we were able to play that, and I actually did fairly well. And they were so encouraging that I had been really intimidated by the whole idea of coming to a tournament. So... 
I had had a lot of fun in that. I actually joined the league. I just uh, finished my first season with the league. So when they said that there was going to be two free passes uh, to the Papa tournament with every admission to Louisville, uh, I decided at an absolute minimum I should play those two just just to try it, just to see where I where I rank, just to uh, experience the tournament and. It's been interesting, and I can see where, even though I don't think I'm ultra-competitive in that kind of thing, where you get like, hmm, what should I do? Because you're paying to, for your plays. Yes, you and are. So I'm like, should I play this game and try to do better on it? Should I play a different game and just see if I can get a decent score on that? And they have live points. So it's like every time you walk away from a game, you can see how well you're doing against everybody else. And that's almost a blessing and a curse. It's really helped improve my game i'm sure uh, it has noticeably yeah i'm sure it has now let me ask you when and i think we're all i think we're all like this when we first start we're batting the ball around okay the tables are pretty the lights are neat the sounds are great um you know the themes have a lot going on for them so what's it been like to learn the rule sets have you found that to be have you found that to be pretty taxing for for each machine that you go up to or what's your what's your process of your standard I don't think I've been too bad with it. I think some people really get into it and sit down and watch videos and read the information. I just hit. I just hit for whatever's flashing. <laughs> that's that's actually not a terrible plan. <laughs> but so I found a few games that I think I really dig, and so for those games, I'm trying to learn sort of the next phase of the rules. And it's in the league. It's been kind of nice because at least in our league, and I hope this is true for most leagues, but it seems like it is because uh, pinball and arcade folks, uh, from my experience getting into the hobby, are pretty awesome. Yeah. That if you go, hey, what's the skill shot in this? Or how do I get the multi-ball on this? They'll be like, oh, you just hit this and that and do this. And so you learn really quick because you can just walk up and somebody that already knows the rules in and out like the back of their hand will just be like, yeah, go have fun with it. The games that I have, I have come to to an appreciation for someone that can really well, not only play I mean there's obviously there's there's the skill that's involved to being able to put the ball darn near wherever you want it I have yet to figure out no matter how many times I brick the same shot back to back that my angle isn't just right but I have come to have this appreciation for people that can pick up those rules quick enough especially in competition play, let's just put it this way. You and I can play the same game, have the same game length, the same ball times, and our scores would be vastly different. And it's it's a matter of either learning the machine quickly, being able to not only follow the ball, but follow what the machine is telling you, or going that next step and having learned and being able to exploit the deep rule sets. It's kind of interesting when you listen to real tournament players. They themselves will sometimes get into the trap of I'm going to take this this path this is what I'm going to do and then they get so close to something else because they know the rules so well and then they go completely askew and then they end up hurting themselves because they're trying to get the ball in you know up this ramp or something to that effect and I mean they, they fall into it just like we do you know look there's a flashy light hit it oh yeah yeah I think it's just part of human nature but learning the rule set just so so adds to the experience. So to, adds to the experience. And to bring it back around to the video game side, too, there's a lot of, like, pattern recognition that's very similar to learning the rules in pinball. As, as Whitney well knows, I have this sort of personal quest. I, I love Gyrus. It's well, just a game I love. Well, now, now, now Sean, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say, you and I have been going back and forth on scores with Gyrus. I love the game as well. And what were we doing last night? We were talking about patterns for the challenge stages and everything like that just even last night. Because... Um, 
I mean, you're you're doing really well. I'm not I'm doing as to break well. Two hundred k. I know I'm, it's uh, tough. so tantalizing. I'm, I'm stuck at like 130, 135 right now, and I just can't beat it. But yeah, you're right. Pattern recognition. That's it. Speaking of players, there's a transition. <laughs> we got a table full here. Sean and Sharon, we greatly appreciate your time, and it's good to see you. I think we're yeah. going to talk a little bit more to you at the 10:30 show. Hopefully, if you know, yeah, if you're not in a corner, we'll be there. If you're not in a corner with the beer. <laughs> can't I do both? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes you can. Yes, you can. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there's there's no there's no rule against that. So Whitney, if you don't mind, why don't you take it for a few minutes and I will bring in, you know, our next couple guests. Thanks Sounds a lot, guys. Yeah, thank you guys. We certainly do appreciate you all being on the show. So for everybody listening, I uh, just want to do a quick reminder. We're going to have a ten thirty show. And that's going to be the Broken Token Happy Hour show. It's going to be an unplugged show. We're going to run it for an hour. And uh, we're going to have as many people on as we can. So, like I say, I hope everybody can uh, make the time and, and make it out for that. But we'll also be recording it, releasing it as part of the, uh, the podcast stream as well a little bit later on down the line. So for everybody listening, uh, the crowd here has really turned out. The machine count has really come up. There's just a significant amount of cosplay going on. There's a significant amount of arcade and pinball action. This show is very, very family friendly. There has been a, a large amount of like costume contests, and the kids here just really get into the show. And that's I think that's one thing that has always uh, impressed me the most about Louisville Arcade Expo is the sheer fact that it is so kid friendly and they just they create a uh, just a very very nice atmosphere for getting you know the family together and making a, a good environment for everyone having just you know just good clean family fun now with that uh, Brent has been working his way around the table and has gotten the headphones and the mics ready for our next two guests so uh, Brent have you got their mics up yep got okay, their mics good up. deal now how right. are y'all's headphones all right can you hear us yeah they're yep. good Good. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so let's start over here and let's get an introduction, and then we'll go over here to you and get an introduction. You guys talk, talk right into the microphone so that we can hear you. Okay, so what's your name? Ben Paul. Ben Paul. All right. And now, now Ben's father is friend of the show, David Paul. We'll get into that just here in a few minutes. But uh, Ben, this is your first time coming up to Louisville, correct? Yes. Okay. So, what have you thought about the show? It's pretty good. Um, I like all the games that are here. And yeah. I played some of the pinball machines, uh, WWE wrestling. That was amazing. That was actually a pretty fun game. How they got the bumpers into the ring, and that was awesome. That's and, that's good. Yeah. yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's always neat to play a new pin, and especially one that is brand new from a from a theme perspective. So, so Ben, so who do we have here? Is this your brother? Yeah, this is Jason. Oh, he, this is Jason. Jason, say hi. Hi. Hey, so Jason, this is your first time in Louisville as well, correct? Yep. Okay, so what have you thought about the expo so far? I like it. There's one pinball that I do not like. <laughs> <laughs> There's one pinball that I do not like. From the mouths yeah, of babes. From the mouths of babes. <laughs> so so let me ask you this, Jason. So why don't you like it? Did it take your money? Did it you know, did it just beat you bad or what? It beat me. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, wait, what, yeah. Now, which I love one the was honesty. It? Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Oh. Oh, that's, that, that Dorothy, is, yeah, that's Dorothy a hard one. Disappointed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't feel bad, buddy, because that, that's that's a very hard pin to play, but uh, it is a lot of fun. Do you like the light show and everything on it? Do you think it was a? Do you think it was a fun game? Yeah, kind of. 
<laughs> I, I sense some animosity toward towards the theme, you know. That's that's great. That's great. The, so the wizard was a little rough on you, was it? Was he, Jason? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, look at him, Brent. He, he's he's just like. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. The wizard rough took me to. The wizard took me to school. Yeah, he, yeah, he took me to town. So let me ask you this, Jason: Was that the first time that you played it? No. It no. Okay, Under, understood. Understood. I didn't know if it was a you know a beginner's uh, beginner's luck scenario that wasn't working in your favor or what. So where else? So where all have you played that at? Flippers. At Flippers. Okay, good deal. Good deal. Because yeah, I, I know that your dad, David Paul, talks about Flippers quite a bit. He plays in league there and everything. Do you guys? Do you guys go and play with him? Yeah, I I don't I'm not in the league, but we he goes and I occasionally go. Okay, so so we heard about Jason's experience. What what about yours, Ben? What what have you played? What have you liked? And what what have you not? Um, I played ACDC. That was pretty good. <laughs> no, it was rocking, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a fun game. And um, is there well? Let's let's ask you the same question we asked uh, your brother. Is is there anything game that you don't like? The game that I don't like would probably be Kiss. I, was yeah. it? You just you weren't too good at Kiss. Yeah. I'm was, not it, was it Rose Kiss rough on you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so speaking of games, here's another terrible broken token transition. Tell us about your father's game room. Which which your all's home game room? Oh look man, like? that thing is amazing. We have a pool table. We got. Well, what's the outside of it look like? The outside. Uh, it looks like our house. Like, don't you have a game room that looks like an? Is it a jail? Oh uh, yeah, the, the arcade. The arcade. Yeah, the arcade. Yeah, that's in our backyard. It's a old-fashioned jailhouse, and it's really fun. And it, you all built it uh, in place on your property yeah. to look like a ja- an old-fashioned jailhouse. Mm-hmm. What kind of video games do you all have? All kinds, <laughs> like. PS3. Like, no. What are you talking about? Is that like, a video game? Arcade. What's a PS3? I <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah, if it's not Atari 2600, then yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not even pegging the needle. We're gonna for me. we're gonna have to talk to your father if he allows anything newer than you know, like mm-hmm. other than pinball. If he allows anything newer in his in his video collection, yeah, uh, anything what newer than what Whitney 1985, 86. I mean, <laughs> when you start talking 85 and 86, that gets into whippersnapper category, man. So yeah, exactly. So it's a jailhouse, mm-hmm. and what's the inside look like? Is it? I know it looks like a jailhouse on the outside. Is yeah, it got bars on the windows. Yeah, we've got um, bars on the windows, and we made a jail cell, and we have like chains coming down and everything. Like not for real, though. Jason, like, have you yeah. ever locked him in the jail cell? I want to. <laughs> I, I want to. <laughs> so what's the story behind that, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, you, you pop you pop the can open. Let, let's hear about it. Well, he, they're brothers. <laughs> and that's how it works. I mean, every once in a while, you just you got to have a little peace and quiet. So you got you got to take care of that sibling. It's got, and if you've got yeah. a jail cell, you're going to use it. No, I think I'm the annoying one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, ten points for honesty. Ten points for honesty. Exactly. Do you have a favorite video game? What's your favorite video or pinball? Let's just even go pinball that you all have in the jail. Is it the Maverick? You all have a Maverick? Yep, they've got a Maverick. You know, I've come close to buying a Maverick. Really? Don and Jeff on, on the pinball podcast talk about Maverick so much. And I've, I've got a friend that actually owns one, and I know that it's it, it could be for sale. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking... I should just buy that Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> I 
but yeah, it, it hasn't happened yet. It, it's it's a neat machine. It's a neat machine. So I mean, so is, is that your all's favorite? Um, no, mine's Twilight Zone. Oh, Twilight yeah. Zone. What's yours, Jason? What's your favorite? Same thing. Twilight really, Zone. Twilight Zone. Okay, now every time Twilight Zone comes up, I always have to ask the same question. All right, how far have you guys made it into the game? Because I always hear in. I don't have a lot of experience with Twilight Zone, but I, the game fascinates me. Okay, I really like it. I would love to get one myself. There's several times that I've played it, though, I don't get to make it very far because the rule set's very complex. It's very deep. There's a lot to do in that game. How how, how, how good are you guys at it, and how far have you made it? Um, I've made it pretty far. Uh, I've blocked them. I had, like, the best I've done, I had, like, four multi-balls. Um... I, was, I made it like in the gumball machine, the hand cam, comes down. I love it. It's just, awesome. It's awesome. just a fun game. Yeah. How, how about you, Jason? Not far. Not not far? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's there's just so much going on with it. it you know, when you when you look at machines that are new today versus, you know, a little bit older machines like Twilight Zone, it's to me, it's it's so neat to, to see the complexity of, of a game like that, you know, with the rule set and everything. So... Yeah, it's awesome. So, so what else is in the game room? Um, we got... Uh, air hockey. Oh, yeah. We've got an air hockey. We've got foosball and a couple more pinball machines. Is, is there room in the van? Can I come home with you all? Uh, <laughs> he, did, he did. Before he answered Whitney, he shook his head no. Like, no, 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 no. no. Did, now, at one point in, your, in time, your dad was talking uh, to me. He was mentioning a couple titles he was looking for for a game to actually go in the jail cell. Do you have anything in the jail cell? No, not yet. We're going to get. Other than Jason. <laughs> we, we're going to get. Uh, one he's, of get the, he's giving me the eye. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get one of the. Uh, one of the old, it's like a square, and then it's got a little circ, red circle. It's like, and then it has uh, uh, Is I this a video game? Of, yes, it's a video game. Is, uh, well, is it Breakout? At one point in time, we talked about Breakout. Where, I think so. Well, that with a spinner. It's got a yeah. spinner. Okay, all right. Okay, so it's kind of like a paddle ball where you're busting the bricks and everything. Yeah. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Jason, that's, that's probably what it is. It's the one over there next to Smash Bros. Smash Brothers. Jason, oh, buddy. next to the Smash when, Brothers. When okay. he goes in there to play the game, just close the door on him. Close it, lock it, walk away. Don't Just <laughs> pretend like you don't even hear the screams. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, corrupting children. Oh yeah. it, it's, it's futile, man. There's, there, there's, no, there's no use in doing that. So what's the best done, you've done today on a game? You know something? Uh, I have played very little today. Uh, my daughter, Grace, is here with me, and... Uh, her and I have played, let's see, we played ACDC, we have played Roadshow, we have played uh, Iron Man, and uh, after after we did a few games of pinball, we went over and we played probably one of her favorite games, which is Pole Position, and uh, in the cockpit, and she just loves, loves, loves that. So uh, it was funny, after, uh, after we played Roadshow, she turned around and looked at me and she said, Daddy, we've got to get one. Well, I've played... My, the best I've done today, I went to a tournament with Smash Brothers, and I destroyed some little kids they put me against. But then they I'm put sure this I, guy. I'm not sure how like, I feel about I don't know, the direction the show is taking with it. <laughs> I feel a little uncomfortable with the direction of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's when, the, that's when the side of competition 
shows its face, <laughs> man. Shows its face, and everybody loves to have it's, fun. I mean, when you're, everybody loves to win. And, and pixels, man. It, no, nothing's fair in loving pixels, <laughs> no, right? No, nothing. That's nothing a show, is fair. That's a show title. Yep, for sure. <laughs> so let me ask you guys. So do y'all like the expo well enough to yeah. make to make the trip back next year? Yeah. Yeah. I think we. Yeah, I think we can make it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, good deal. Good deal. Well, listen, we thank you guys for being on the show tonight. Yeah, no problem. Okay, great, great. Now, hey, real quick before we let you go, um, your dad, David Paul, uh, can you tell us a little bit about his about his business and what he does, his company? Um, well, he do, we do shirts and, like, pinball pop art. All, like, we have a website. It's lifeunderglass.net, and you can go on that and... Yeah, sell it and everything. Yeah, some very, very neat and intricate designs. So, yeah, all I, kinds. I mean, how, how many shirt designs does he have? Like twenty-five or thirty? I mean, it's it's he's done 80. a lot of work, hadn't he? Yeah, I, I, yeah I, would you say uh, been about eighty? Yeah, about he's, eighty. Really, it's eighty. Yeah. Wow. And we we've okay. actually got. Um, I, didn't, I did not realize that we had D- David was kind enough to do some artwork for us and. He, he had integrated the Broken Token logo into uh, Space Invaders, which was timely because coming up to the show, I know I had a lot of Space Invaders talk. We went and, and printed those designs, and we've actually used those kind of as our advertisement and promotion throughout the show. So if you walk through the show, we set them up like toppers, like a game topper. So your dad's art is over here out, mm-hmm. out in the game area advertising us so you know yeah. thanks yeah no problem <laughs> yeah yeah thank you guys for being on the show we really appreciate yeah. it yeah i hope you have a good time in yeah. expo no problem all right, all right Whitney, i'm gonna go ahead and get them out of the gear okay know? so next up let's see i think christy's going to hop back in and what steve are you up next looks i think you are so we're gonna have christy hop in and then steve bridge and then uh then i think we're gonna go ahead and get to my daughter grace and then let her hop on the show here as well brent's getting everybody settled in so this is awesome, and we've got a nice crowd here around the table. You know, just everybody really enjoying the show. So, hey, Brent, have you got, you've got them cabled up right? I'm getting, uh, we should be live now. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Christy, go ahead and jump back on in there. How you doing, Steve? Uh, doing really well, Brent. How are you? Oh, I'm not doing too bad. So, Steve Ridge, who we've had on the show before, you and your son Michael came down and pretty much did an episode with us at one point in time, a studio episode. Yep, that was fun. We enjoyed that. We didn't really care for it. We were just being generous. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and we've got Christy back. Steve, where I first met you was through the sale of a game that I had. Correct. And that game was? Far Par. Exactly, which has become a, 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 an underlying theme of the podcast. And which is how we say it here in Kentucky. Yes, it is. And I was very happy to see the return of my firepower, but it's not out in the general play area, Steve. And why is it not out in the general play area? Uh, that is because it's over in the uh, tournament area where uh, Papa is running the last uh, circuit event for the season before the finals next week in Pittsburgh. And so they're using it as a tournament game. Yes, they are. You know, I, unfortunately, I, I wanted to play it. Unfortunately, I didn't get time to play it. W- right after you did the, the playfield swap, mm-hmm. I, I got maybe a game on it last year, and I just didn't have an, op- an opportunity to play it. It right. played amazing. And, and I've, I've gotten some compliments over there uh, for, uh, from the tournament players on how it's playing, and they haven't called me and told me that it's completely, totally broke down, so I, I assume that it's holding up just fine. <laughs> Knock on wood. Did you change the caps on the pops? Yes, and the, the only reason I changed the caps on those pop bumpers is because uh, 
the original pop bumpers have text on them. They, yep. say, they, they say firepower on them. Firepower. And firepower. <laughs> and the holes for the left pop bumper body were slightly off-center. So if I was to put that cap back on there... It was, the, it was, the, the, it was the, clocked incorrectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the text would be tilted. So I now, put, was that in the play field? Did, when you got the play field, did it come pre-drilled? Uh, the holes for the pop bumper bodies were pre-drilled, yeah. So, okay. So, 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 to correct that, I would have had to have filled them and then re-drilled. Re- okay. And I didn't have enough time to do that last year before I wanted to bring it to the show. So, I, I don't know if that's something that I'll go back and correct or not. Uh, I, I think I, it looks great. You put what? They're not all the same color. They're translucent. Yeah. What? Blues yeah, and reds. Yeah, blue, blues and reds. Because because when the pop bumpers light, they alternate. So I've got them catty cornered. So the the blues light up, then the reds, and they alternate during during gameplay. Yeah, uh, I was a little surprised. I know when you did the playfield swap, you went and put new pop bumper assemblies in, yes. in the game. Yes. And yes. you know, I, I didn't think anything was quote unquote wrong with what was in there. No, oh no, there wasn't. And, I, I, I've, it, I've kept them as spares. It was amazing how different. I mean, the ball still had a lot of action. When I had the game, I had them tuned, you know, pretty quick. I had the mm-hmm. switches as close as I could. I like to, you know, I like to even do my slings just so that if you even just think about breathing on them, they fire. Right. But right. just not tight enough so that they'll machine gun on you. Right. And. I do those pop bump. I do pop bumpers the same way. I get the switches. Just I mean, where you, that that ball just whizzes by fast enough, and there's a, t- a fast breeze. It'll it'll right. move. It'll right. move the plate, and they'll trigger. Yeah, yeah. And so they had good action, but w- when you put a brand new set in there, I was shocked at just the different sound and the different feel. It was it was an amazing thing. It's made me think that you know when I when I do pins, it's like man, it's gonna be hard to to not drop that extra cash and go ahead and put new assemblies in. Right. I think the assemblies were forty-five bucks a piece, and uh, you know, so I, I I figured, you know, they they will definitely last the life of the game, or, or, or as long as I'm ever going to have it, which is like forever. Forever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you you said at one point in time you're going to redo the cabinet, so uh, you know I don't want to get on morbid, but maybe you can just make that a coffin or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> probably. Okay. I've, I've I've priced uh, I've priced a, a replacement cabinet. For it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or how much was that? There's going to be nothing left of the machine. Well, a, a bare, a completely bare, uh, just sanded down wood uh, Williams-type cabinet would run me $400. Okay. That's just the cabinet. I don't think that includes the back box. But the, the company I was talking to, um, they, they don't have a, a Williams System 6 cabinet, you know, plans in, in their files. So I would have to strip down my entire cabinet, ship them the cabinet so that they could get all the specs and everything and uh, build one. And, and then that way they would have the System 6 plans to do other well, I'm almost kind of thinking for at, people. I'm almost kind of thinking at that point, I mean, for me personally, yes, you might be helping other folks because they'll have System 6 plans. In the big picture, how difficult is it to really get a System 6 game for them themselves to model for their plans? But... At the expense and the time, I don't recall that cabinet being that bad. I mean, you could just you. Could, I think I'd almost put the, the effort into just doing the body work because you're gonna have to paint right. it regardless and stencil oh, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. So either direction, you're painting stencil in. You mm-hmm. know, in that time, and you know, chances are you might have to do some finished body work when you get it. You know, right. so right. I don't know. 
I'm, I'm strange like that. I mean, you, I, one day I might turn. Oh, Christy's giving me the eye. She, she oh, I had to back away from the mic so I didn't just mutilate your soul. You said you were strange, <laughs> and that's just like feeding me a dog a bone. You know, at times I, I wish that you would speak directly into the mic, but other times. I'm sorry. <laughs> is this better for you? I'm glad we're gonna you, be. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy when you there. don't. <laughs> So, Steve, did you make any modifications? Let's, let's just get back to the real world. Steve, okay. did you make any mod- <laughs> modifications? Have you, you changed anything else in the game since last year? Uh, no, I have not. No, I haven't changed a thing. The game right now, you've had it for a couple years, uh-huh. and and then they've played it in tournament all weekend, and it's still running the board sets and everything yep. that I had when, yep. darn, I'm good. Yeah, you are. Oh, is that yeah. what it is? Well, or lucky. Yeah, because I, th- I think you uh, oh, resoldered yeah. the 40 pin connector, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah it was junk. Yeah. Yep. Well, I know it was an all new connector. So, and then right. a few other things I had to go through and do. But, uh-huh. well, you know, and I, I can't remember yesterday, Steve. Come on. Yeah. Well, and, and then there's that uh, one thing on the master display board that you had to modify. You know, the, here, here's your Williams System Six tip. In the segment driver ICs on the master display, there's actually one driver that's not used. So if you've got a failed driver. You can bridge over to that fail or to the unused, and it, this is a schematics thing. You know, dig through the schematics. It was pretty apparent when I looked at it. Oh, look, this isn't used, and it's an in and out. It's bingo. So I was able to use it in the situation where I didn't have the chip. And if memory serves, those are getting pretty darn hard to find. So um, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah they, they, they are. And uh, you know, it, unless you wanted to do like a complete LED replacement system well that's next i mean you at this, you're slowly rebu- replacing the entire game at, at yeah, some point in time you'll have enough parts to rebuild the original fire part <laughs> is which, what's going to end up happening now are you playing in the tournament i did i'm done Ooh. now i'm way done are you <laughs> I'm, I'm like 72nd place done well you're not trying hard enough steve oh no no, no, no. It, it, it has nothing to do with trying. It has to do with uh, skill level and game knowledge, now, of, of, of which I don't have much of either. They only do A and B division here, right, Steve? Yes, yeah. At, uh, top 24 qualify for A, and then the next eight, I believe, are B division. And then the Classics Finals, I think they're doing tonight sometime. Okay. Uh, probably So what division soon. did you play in? Uh, well, I, I, everybody plays in, in the main division. Okay. And then the... Uh, the cutoff for finals is the top 24, and then the next eight below the 24 are, are the B division. And then and then Classics is a separate division on its own. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, I know Nate talks about his experiences with tournaments quite a bit on his show, Coast to Coast. To a degree, it, it sounds intimidating to walk into it. You know, what, which class do I want to be in? How's this particular one, one run? Did, I think the underlying theme is is one, it's not as complex as it sounds once you kind of walk up and, and kind of get into it. Exactly. And everybody that runs the tournaments, all the folks from Papa, they are unbelievably helpful to welcome people in. Yes, yes. It, it's definitely a well-oiled machine over there in the tournament area. You know, it, it, everybody knows what they're supposed to do. And, and you know, and any newcomers that are playing, if, if they don't know what to do, all they have to do is ask somebody, and everybody is always so nice over there. To everybody. So, have, so, Steve, let me ask you, have you wound up traveling to play in, in tournaments outside, outside of this area? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you went to Cincinnati. That's traveling. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's, half well tra- yeah. it's half travel. I also noticed you said all the travel. Papa people were nice, which is why Christie's over here. All right. So, <laughs> tell us about Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Well, uh, Michael and I got to go to uh, Cincinnati to play in the Kentucky State Final. and Which on itself seems a little odd. but It's very odd. Yeah, that's something that needs to be fixed. There's no yeah. doubt. Well, um, Derek Fugate ho- we lo- hosted We love you, Phoebe. Thank you for hosting. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Phoebe, done Kentucky proud. Phoebe stood up. Phoebe Smith in Cincinnati stood up and said, okay, we have the venue. We can host right. it. And, and she yeah. did. She came through. Yep. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, uh, Derek Fugate hosted the uh, Kentucky State Finals last year, but for some reason I don't think he was able to do it this year. So uh, the IFPA uh, asked Phoebe and Larry if they would, uh, you know, host it at their place. One, because it's an easier location to get to, mm-hmm. more centralized than, than it is Derek's. Because uh, Derek's down, down there pretty far in Kentucky. It, it worked out really, really well having it up there at Phoebe's. Great selection of games to play. They're, they're all set up really, really well. And I think everybody had a good time. Uh, but e- even with all the, the folks from Ohio that, you know, that played in the Kentucky State Final, Derek, the, uh, the, the Kentucky boy, won it. <laughs> well, l- let me ask you this, Steve. Have you, have you bought up into the tournament? I, I know that we get a couple of free entrants right. by, by buying in, mm-hmm. you know, admission to the expo and everything. A uh, gentleman that was on just before you, uh, Sean O'Shea, I was talking to him before we started broadcasting, and he was talking about working through his, his free entrance, and then he bought another couple of entrants in or mm-hmm. another, another couple of plays in. You know, have, have you found the need to do that, or have you been able to, to run it on, on what, you know, what you started with? Well, I, I got two entries for you know, just coming to the show, like, like everybody else. Yep. I, got, I got five more entries for having a game in the tournament. And, oh, I see. Cool. And, and then I bought $20 worth more of entries and ended up in 72nd place <laughs> and well but, but qualifying is not over yet so there's a chance i'm going to bump down that list some more Ooh. okay good good yeah. well, well not good that you're going to bump down good that you're still in it and you're still you know clawing your way up so yeah. it's I, awesome yeah. i hope you get it like yeah. down yeah. to like 87 yeah, yeah like 242 yes. yeah, yeah. I certainly don't play at the level that any any of these other guys do, but I mean, there's some fantastic players here in Louisville this weekend. I well, mean, Ke- you know, Keith Elwin is here okay. from California. Uh, Daniele Acciari is here from Italy. Uh, from uh, Italy. 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 And, Italy. <laughs> and, uh, yes. Uh, Jorian Engelbrechtson is here from uh, Sweden. Roy Wills is here from the Netherlands. There's folks here from New York. I'm here from the outer edges of Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> you win. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're farther. right there. You're, you're from the far outer edges. Let, let me ask you this, Steve. So you say that everybody's been very everybody's very open to working with you on the tournament, on the rules for the games and everything like that. Is this something that you would consider traveling to go do? I mean, has the tournament bug bit you pretty good to where, you know, you may, you know, you may go down to Atlanta or, uh-huh. or something like that to play in – you know, next tournament, maybe replay FX or something like that? Um, I really enjoy playing in the tournaments. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, w- I was talking to Michael earlier, and I told him, he said, you know, I don't have any business playing in these tournaments, <laughs> but they're still fun. And, and that's, that's what the tournaments are all about is having fun. Well, yeah. Try, trying to I'd get hate, better. I'd hesitate to say you don't have any business. In, in all seriousness, I mean, no. I know we. Well, okay, I've made fun of your standings, <laughs> but you know, if I I've did been it, good. for once, it, if I if I was, I'm terrible. You know, I don't even know why I do this. I am terrible Praise. at games because it's <laughs> well because I'd it's be fun. in the two hundreds. But you're right, it's fun. I enjoy <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, for me, I'm I'm more of a competitive pinball fan than I am a player 
you know, I'm, I'm standing over there watching Keith Elwin and Roy Wills and, and all these fantastic players watching them play. You know, it, it's like being on the sideline of a football game and, wa- mm-hmm. you know, watching Peyton Manning or something. You know, yeah. it's you know, it's different watching a good player because you look at it and you're like, okay, well, he's just hitting the ball. He's putting it here. You try to do it. Exactly. You know, yeah. the, exactly. The, the people that can that have that reflex, that have that skill set, that, mm-hmm. I mean, they can figure basically the math out in their head, whether they're realizing it or not, that geometry on the fly, it's something to behold. Exactly. And, and, and something else that you have to take into consideration, the same title, multiple games of the same title, every single one of them is going to play different. Yes, they can. And you know what? I think what this what this really says, though, is it supports the whole idea that pinball is really the friendliest sport on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, because it doesn't really matter the skill set. It doesn't really matter the affinity towards one game or another. When everybody steps up to the table, they just want to have fun. Right. And, and, and I know the competition aspect is there, but when I watch my daughter play, she, do, she does not have any you know um idea that the competition circuit exists for right. her it is just pure fun sure and, and you know it's it's great because the game can be played both ways in any way in between mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and and in the tournament michael actually finished higher than i did there you Aww. go yep, sure did about uh, nine or ten places higher than I did. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Awesome, awesome. The prodigal son has returned. Yeah. That's, that's how it goes. Well, we're going to have Michael on shortly. Yep. But before that, I think we've got a couple other special guests. So we, why don't we do, you intro we do. them? So, 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 Steve, thank you very much for and sitting I'll do this in with thank us. You. Yeah. And so, Christy, we're going to go ahead and ask you to hop up, and we're going we're gonna to bring on um, a couple very special friends of the show. So, We've got Mr. Patrick Wall, and uh, everybody may uh, may certainly uh, may certainly know him as one of the uh, one of the gentlemen behind the Game Room Junkies podcast, and one of the gentlemen behind the Southern Fried Game Room Expo down in Atlanta that's being held this June. So Patrick and his two sons made the trip up here from Atlanta. They braved the weather and everything, and have been here for uh, for I think they. Patrick, you guys got in last night, correct? Yeah. And so uh, got some rest, and then they have been hitting the uh, the Arcade Expo circuit hard here today. So we've got his sons here cabled up and ready to go. I think they got the headphones on. Brent, you got the mics pulled up. We're good. So, guys, thank you all for sitting in. So let's go here around the table, and let's let's do some introductions. How about you? Hi, my name is Andrew. Um, I'm 11. I live in Duluth, Georgia. Okay. And, and your home address? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. All right, Andrew, thank you. How about your brother here? Hi, I'm Davis, and I live the same brother, the same place as my brother, and <laughs> I great. am eight. Okay, so we've got okay, so we got Andrew and Davis. Okay, guys. So knowing that this is your first time here at Louisville Arcade Expo, how have you how have you liked? It? Has it been worth the trip? Yes, a and, lot. Yeah, I got an enthusiastic yes a lot from Andrew. That's that's great. So Andrew, what's what's been your favorite thing, you know, about coming up here to Louisville? All the machines. Okay, so have you have you got a favorite pinball, arcade, both? Uh, I like I really like Getaway. Okay, all right, yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of the Getaway. Too. I, I love I love Getaway. I love Getaway. So how about on the arcade side, the video games? He's a pinball boy. Yeah, I think so, I man. Think he, he's he, got he's, a thing. He's, he's reaching. He's, he's, he's he, thinking hard. He went, he, get away. He's there. <laughs> you said video. It's like, you know, that's okay. Yeah, you know? no, no, it's, it's all good. Have, have you got to play a lot of video games? 
Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. So, Davis, how about you? Pinball, arcade, both? Um, I, for pinball, yeah. I like Congo. Ooh, Congo. It's a very I, good game. Well, there, there's probably a secret. There's probably a reason for that, not necessarily a secret. Well, you know, that, that may be home court advantage, you know, but nonetheless, it's still it's still an <laughs> awesome game. Awesome game. Okay, Congo. So how about on the video How about on the video game arcade side? I like Battle Zone. Really? Battle Zone? He's, he is a young boy after my heart. That's, Battle that's Zone. it. I mean, yeah, he stepped up and went heavy right, yeah, there, he off the, off, he right went, there off the bat. He, he went old school. He was yes. no school like the old school. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. So let me ask you guys, have you, have you played in any of the tournaments that's been going on here today? No. No? no? Okay. Uh, did you get to go see any of the seminars, like the costume contest? Or, hey, did you guys go to, like, the Pinball 101 seminar? No. Oh, okay. No. All right. You've just been too busy playing games, huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now let me ask you this. Uh, one of the great things about Louisville Arcade Expo is is the console computing and, and the like, you know, the, the home video game console section that's here. So there's a, a lot of you know PlayStation, a lot of Atari, Intellivision, Xbox, and stuff like that. You know, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, all that going on. Have you guys gotten to get over into that side and play a lot of console games? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Now let me ask you. So, what's your favorite console? Most of the fighting games. Oh, the fighting games. So probably like uh, Dreamcast. Yeah, Dreamcast would be good for that. Yep. Yeah, 32X or something like that would be good Street for Fighter. that. Street Fighter. Yeah, Street Fighter. Yeah, awesome. How about you, Davis? What's your favorite? Uh, I like Duck Hunt. <laughs> I love it, man. That's that's awesome. Hey, have you guys sat in like that, that big chair and played Super Mario Brothers yet? No. no. No? Okay. Okay. You're going to have to do that before the night's over with because there's like this big, huge chair, kind of the one that reminds you of something like at your grandmother's house, but it's still kind of cool. You sit in it anyway, and you get to sit there and you get to play Super Mario Brothers. It's, it's a lot of fun. Now, hey, fun. did you all see the, the, the thing up front that's playing the cartoons? Yeah, my dad yeah. told me about that. <laughs> did you guys Old double school. up and sit in there? Old school. Yeah, old school. <laughs> exactly. Now... Let me ask you. So, so your dad puts on a show down in Atlanta, and Brent and I went to that last year. It was great, great fun. We're headed back this this year as well. Do you guys like to get out there at his show as well and play games too? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, we kind of have to go because he's our dad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still a lot of fun. But it's still a lot of fun. No, that, that's good. That's good. So, so um, are, are you guys gonna are you guys gonna play some more tonight, or is this is this it? Or are you guys yeah. gonna go grab something to eat, or what? We already got something to eat. Oh, so you're ready for games then, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's see. Have you guys have you guys made your way around and played any of the pinball machines back here on the on the back wall or anything? No. no. Okay. So when you uh, oh yes yes oh, I you have. have. So after the after we're done after the interviews finished, where are you all going to head? Are you going to head over to the pinballs? Or are you going to go back to the videos? Console. 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 See, man, I'm he's on it. it. I'm telling you, they're they're on it. They love, love the console. And, you know, dude, that's the yeah, way most the, kids are. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's I know fine. I was that way when I was growing up. So it's, it's just, I think, part of the love of it. I know I need to spend more time over in the console room. Like I mentioned last night, I was over there with my family, with mm -hmm. my niece and my nephew and my sister. And and there's stuff over there that I grew up with that I just I have forgotten about. Oh, and, and, you know, the, the console side of the show is easily uh, the same third of, of the rest of the show. 
you know, from a size perspective, if not a little bigger, it's, it, at least it seems like it grows up that way every year. And, uh, you know, this is a good show to come to for, you know, all the console action. So when we go to Atlanta this year, when we come down in June for your, for your dad's show, are we going to see you all out on the floor playing? Yeah. Yeah. Here today, is there any game that you saw that you really, really like, something that you hadn't played yet or something that, you know, you just thought was really, really cool, something new? Well, I thought the basketball game uh, looked cool, but when I found out uh, it couldn't do two-player, it, it was hard to do because I wanted to beat my brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, you play, then you let him play, and you just compare scores. That's what you do. I guess it's probably a little more fun to administer the whoop down, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. When you trade yeah. off back and forth, okay. Yeah, well, that's that's the way it goes. I'm, a, I'm all about solutions, Whitney. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, that's that's the way it runs. Hey, let me ask you guys: Have y'all played Wizard of Oz yet? No, no. The uh, line's too big sometimes. I know, I know, and, and you know, it's it's funny. I think we were talking about this at the very onset of the show. I mean, the lines here for the games um, are running three and four people deep for most everything. I know, you know, like ACDC, Wizard of Oz, and some others have just. It, you can stand there for a half an hour, 35, 45 minutes before you get to play. And I guess it, I guess it's a good problem to have at an expo like this, but still. And I don't want that to be discouraging. No, 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 it's not. Because, it's not. You know, it, it'll come and go in waves. Yep. You know, if you're if you're here through the afternoon, it just you'll get caught in the middle of a busy cycle. Yeah. It's going to happen. It so. is. It, you know, it's funny. I was talking to, uh, to Jeremy Flights, one of the organizers, and I was just kind of asking him a little bit earlier this afternoon about the crowd. And he's like, man, this is... This is really rolling strong, he said, because normally with the weather's a little better, people come in and they leave, and they come in and they leave and they cycle through. He said, everybody here is staying. So I think I think the crowd and the lines represent that, you know, awesome. or reflect that. So that's good. That's good. Are we going to have uh, the boy's father on the show? Is he going to make an appearance? He is. Yeah, yeah. I think Patrick's queued up for for the for the unplugged show oh, tonight. Okay, the open mic show tonight. So. Yeah, we've got that. I, think I mean, we've got I that all squared have, away. I, have, I haven't seen him. Man, I'll tell he's you, like a ghost. We we have we have been everywhere he's, today. He's left the boys to their own devices, and they're they're down here. I mean, they're down here playing games. I mean, but the guys have got walkie talkies, man. They, and you want to talk about well equipped? They they've got like FRS radios, and they they've, they've been doing good. Well, they're doing better than we are. Yes, yes, We're, yes We just are. wave at each other across the venue and try to get one another's attention. <laughs> Yell at each other at everything. Well, now, my next question is, um, and I'll just title this uh, very affectionately, Spend Dad's Money. Okay, so when you look at all the games that are here, which one do you want to take home with you? <laughs> I don't know. There's so much. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Ooh, oh, Jurassic Nice Park. Data East classic. You know what would look really good sitting next to Jurassic Park? Oh, Star Sam. Wars. Yes, Daddy's Star Wars would look awesome set yes, next to Daddy's yes, Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah, they're fun, fun games. <laughs> Patrick's like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a Star Wars. Do you have a Jurassic Park as well? Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, guys, I tell you what, I thank you all and for being on the show. It's been great to have you guys sit in. And I, I'm just I'm just pleased as anything that you guys made the trip up with your dad from Atlanta. I know it was a heck of a ride. So we, we hope you guys make it back up next year as well. well thank you for having us on the show. show. Oh man, I, I love the man. Man, I love the manners. It's great. Yeah, I hope you guys have a good time for the rest of the show. Thanks a lot. 
All right, Whitney, I am going to uh, transition them off, and I'm going to bring on Michael Ridge. Okay, man, okay. That, that sounds good. And so we'll bring Christy back, too. I, I'll do that. I was going to bring Grace in. Oh, okay, yeah. bring Grace in. Okay. Yeah. So, so, Grace, go ahead and sit down, honey. And then, Go ahead. There you go, Grace. And I'm going to grab Michael. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, everybody. So we are we're going to hit, go ahead and transition in a couple a couple new uh, couple new guests here for the show. So the first one sitting here next to next to my left here is my daughter Grace. So Grace, can you hear everything? Okay. Yes. Okay, good deal. So yeah, hey, hey, Grace, bring the microphone up to you just a little bit closer. There you go. There you go. Hey, Michael, can you hear us? Okay, buddy. Yeah, I can hear you. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So real quick, we have. Michael Ridge, who is uh, Steve Ridge's son, and we have my daughter Grace uh, also on the microphone. So, guys, let's let's, let's take this from the top. And uh, well, Grace, hold on, let me ask him real quick oh, okay, before, yeah. I blow, before we blow their ears out. Yeah, Grace, is your, is your are your headphones okay? Yes. All right. What about you, Michael? You want them higher or lower? Uh, I'm fine. Where you fine? I'm fine. All right, good. Okay, right. good deal. Good deal. Okay, so Grace, l let me ask you real quick. This is this is what your third year being at Expo, right? Yes. Okay. So you have gotten to make the rounds and play some games. What, what's been your favorite game that you played here today? Um, the race card game. Oh, oh, that would be pole position, right? Yes. Yes, yes. So how many times have we played that? What, at least five, six, seven, something like that? Six. Six. <laughs> and I think that's something we're going to have to go play again after we leave. After yeah, we shut probably going to do it ten more times. Ten more times. <laughs> <laughs> she, man, you should have seen her. She was spinning that wheel. And just digging up dirt the entire time that she was playing. So it's a fun game, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, Michael, how about you, man? What's What's been your favorite game here so far? Well, over in the tournament section, I've been playing the uh, ACDC a lot. Yeah. And I would get in line for the one over here, but the, the line's just, always long, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, it, so in the tournament section, is that a premium? It's in the tournament section. Uh, yes, it's okay. a Lucy edition. Oh, it's a Lucy edition. I see. Okay, gotcha. So, is this the first time you played in a tournament? Like last year, I played uh, the two entries for did coming you? here, but I, but I never did get more. Oh, okay. This time I did. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right. So now, Grayson, we've not gotten you into the pinball tournament yet. I think another couple years, and we're going to give that a whirl. So, would you look forward to playing in the pinball tournament? Maybe. Maybe. So I, I think we need a little bit more time on the machines at home. How about that? Okay. <laughs> now, she, now she does have. And she now she says that with a big smile, oh, like yeah. oh, not yeah. like okay. She says that like yeah, let's do it. Well, <laughs> and, and you know something, I've got I've got a little bit of dirty laundry here to air on myself. We were standing in line to play Roadshow, and I said, "Honey, how about let's play ACDC?" And she goes, she "says Daddy, but we have that at home." And I'm like. Yeah, but, but, you know, I've got the play field flipped up and working on putting in LEDs and everything. And she goes, Daddy, you need to fix that so we can play it. So, uh, you know, that, that's just the way that it but goes. you can play that in a week or two. You can't play Roadshow. You don't exactly, have a road. Exactly, exactly. Isn't that right, Grace? If you had a Roadshow at home, okay, but you don't. So you <laughs> want to play Roadshow. Yeah. Now, Grace, now what did you tell me about the Roadshow when we finished up? I really want it. <laughs> She goes, Daddy, we need to get one of these. This is spending Whitney's money. This segment is now titled Spending Whitney's Money. Yeah, and that's just the way the hobby runs, man. Just the way that it goes. Well, let me ask Michael. Yeah. I, I know this isn't pinball related, but Michael, you were the duck hunt champion here last year. Is it a full-blown, like, bracketed tournament where they play down to a champion at duck uh, hunt, right? Yeah. Has that already gone on, or is that? Uh, that's going to start tomorrow at 8 o'clock on Pro Shop. Are, are you ready? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
he's such a cool customer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I mean, ready. that's, that's poker face just written all over right there. I, I'm taking. I'm taking. There's been some practicing. Has there been a little practicing? Yeah. Um, he, he won't show. Me, he, it's like he won't show me his hand. You know. Man, I, you got to keep that trigger finger. You know, like under wraps, man, because <laughs> when it's time to, to whip that baby out, you got to have it ready to go. Well, lately I got a flat screen and uh, I couldn't play the duck hunt on it, so I uh, I went out and I went out into the garage and I got the old one. And it's sitting on my uh, floor in my bedroom, and that's the only thing that's hooked up to it, and that's why I've been playing with it. Now let me ask: I, I haven't played duck hunt a lot. Is there actually a pattern to the way the ducks fly, or is it is it truly or is random? Is it random? How yeah, they, they, it's just, it's just random. Yeah, some sometimes they just they just go in everywhere. You're ready to take on all challengers. Duck hunt super champion. Uh, last year I won. If I win this year, it will be two years in a row. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean if? When? When you win <laughs> this year? So, <laughs> so Michael, are, where, where are you standing in in the pinball tournament right now? Last time I checked, I am number fifty nine. Number fifty nine. So is there more to play tonight? I, I'm not very sure. I'm not. I'm not gonna play in the tournament anymore. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I just play. I just played a couple times, but I just kind of stopped though. Yeah. Okay. Now, Grace, do you play any any home console games, or are you pinball and the upright video games? Um, I tried Pitfall on my dad's phone. <laughs> well, in, in pit, Pitfall on the phone. Yeah, that that is true. Uh, what about the Wii, honey? We play the Wii a lot, don't we? Yeah. 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 What's your favorite on the Wii? Mario Kart. Yes. Well, that's a great family oh, game, Oh, right? it is a fantastic family game. Because what, what do we have, honey? We've got what? The big foam steering wheels, don't we? And what yes. does What does Daddy do when he gets mad? He throws the foam across the room, huh? <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> I was embellishing it a little bit. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> Let that baby go. He just, like, throw it down on the ground. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah, I take my angst out in, in my disgust right there on the carpet. So. Remember the honesty of children, Whitney. Yes, yes. They, I mean, they'll call me out one way or the other, so it, it works out. I mean, we're a big Nintendo family. I mean, we just love the family-friendly nature of, of, the, of the consoles and of the titles, and so whether it be, you know, whether it be NES or whether it be Wii, we just wind up playing a lot of that. So, yeah, Mario Kart's, Mario Kart's pretty big. I know she helps you down the arcade. You've already talked about the pinball. Oh, very much it, so. Yeah, keep on him. Keep on him, uh, Grace. Make sure he gets everything straightened up because I want to come over and play ACDC. Okay. Okay? Oh, but yes. I know, I know there's been a few times where, where Whitney, you've mentioned to me that you've been working on, uh, like, Sanyo monitors for your Nintendo games. Yep. And, you know, your quali- your QA is, is Grace. And oh. She'll tell you if it looks good, if it looks bad, oh, if you man, need to work on it. She, she's the best QA in the world. I've not got her to discharge a monitor yet. I'm going to give her another couple years before yeah. I go down yeah, that oh, road. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, but that time's coming. I will say that. But, no, she she's fantastic. She helps me with the games. Uh, what's, what's the last thing, Grace, that we did to uh, Donkey Kong 3. Do you remember that? I gave you the squeegee and you were applying side art, weren't you? You remember? Yes. Yes. So, dude, I've got her applying <laughs> side art. So I'm going to have to have her out to the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she worked on the Donkey Kong she worked. She worked for pizza? Huh? She worked for pizza? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. We, we love pizza. So, I gave you a rubber mallet. What, what did you do with the T-molding? You just whacked it right on in there, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, dude, so she's installed T-molding on two of my machines. Everything, you know, everything all across the board. So, I mean, she's very handy at her age. Now, very. Let me ask Michael, 
Michael, I know you play a lot of pinball and you all have got pin, pins in the house. I don't, you all don't have any video games, correct? No. So when you come to a show like Little Arcade Expo, do you play any of the video games or do you spend time Oh, absolutely. Them? Yeah, I play a lot of the arcade machines over there. Okay, is there anything that you favor or is there um, anything new, anything that stood out to you? No, not really. I just play the normal Pac-Man, Galaga. Uh, I did play a game called uh, Stargate or Star Castle. Star oh Star, oh, Star Castle. Castle. Yeah, yeah. Did you do you like that? Yeah, I really like that I mean, game. It, it, that's a challenging game, isn't it? I mean, getting yeah. everything working properly is is it's kind of hard to do, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the Cinematronics games. You know, I've got a Star Castle. Mm-hmm. I've got a, the. I think I've mentioned this on the show before. I've got a ripoff, and to look at them, they look very simple. And the controls tend to be even, like armor attack. You've got buttons, left, right, you know, thrust, slash, move, and yep. fire, your typical controls. It seems like a simple game. Yeah. And they are far from simple. And Star Castle, far, yes. Star Castle will hand you your backside really quick. Once you, <laughs> once you kind of get busted into the quote-unquote Star Castle and it starts firing out at you, yep. you've got to be on it. It'll, it'll work a number on you. So after Star Castle, what else, what else have you played? Uh, I think I played a game called Asteroids. Asteroids. A game called yeah. Asteroids. A game called Steve. Asteroids. Steve. 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 We gotta I'm, fix that. I'm Steve. I'm having. Are we gonna have to get him an asteroid? I'm having. Steve. I'm having right. an aneurysm. Steve. Steve. Steve is standing here outside the booth in uh, a game called Asteroids. It's not. <laughs> we, we we got to dig him one up. But yeah, there's only three of them in the world, Steve, and one of them's here. I mean, you've never heard of asteroids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you've got him on the pin side. The pin side. Uh, they were, that unintended. Yeah. You, you got him on the pinball side. You're going to have to help educate this boy. Yeah. Oh. That's, uh, that's funny. Asteroids. What, what else, man? Honestly, I think I think uh, uh, Eagle. Oh, oh Eagle. Eagle. Yeah. yeah. I know we've got. There's a there's a Phoenix, a Pleiades. And uh, an I did Eagle I did play the uh, Phoenix. I did like the Phoenix. <laughs> Have you, I know you've been to the house, but have you came over and actually had an extended time in my game room? I did play uh, Dottie Harry and Adam's family, but... Uh, he, he played the pins. Yeah. Yep. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely more of a pinball person than an well, arcade person. I, I know. I just, I'm giving you grief, Michael. I'm giving you grief, and that's fine. It was, oh, I that's, mean, that's funny. Grace, Grace is well-rounded. Consoles, <laughs> pinball, video games, she does it all. And she does side art. Yes. <laughs> I, can't, I, I haven't done side art. How, how, old are you, how old are you, Grace? Nine. She's nine. Yes. Yeah. I've been doing my best. I've been doing my best with her. I mean, she's, the great thing about it is she's always willing to, to lend a hand to help. So, you know, whether it be tool runner, monitor checker, or side art applier, so it's working That's out pretty awesome. well. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Working Grace. out pretty well. So, guys, um, what's what's the plan for, for tonight? Are you guys going to stay here and hang and play some more games, or what? I knew we were going to stay past 10 o'clock because of that uh, centipede that's on the raffle. Ooh. Oh, is that for tonight? The centipede I, that's on the raffle. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't realize when they were going to do that. So it's a, it's a uh, that's a couple of, well, an hour and a half from now. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, I might have to I have to go get in on that. I, I've walked by it a million times today yeah. and I just have not had the opportunity. You know, yeah, and, and me, that, that's a good that's a good busy. that's a good problem to have. You know, yeah. just walking, you know, where we're located in the venue, we're what, about halfway back in the venue. Yeah. And we're kinda cat a corner to the door, so I don't have to walk that full length. I can walk kind of a straight shot right to the door. And 
you you walk to the door and you catch three or four people that that you know and that want to stop and talk, whether it's listeners or friends. And you know, it's a good, it's a real, real good problem to yeah. have. Yeah, you know, very, it's, very it's awesome. So. It's a great community. And uh, I mean, I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't have it any other way. No, no, we're we're very fortunate with the support that we get and with everybody here. So it's yeah, it's it's been a great expo. I, you know, weather weather notwithstanding and everything that was kind of challenging to start it all up. It's it's been a really good show this yeah, year. Yeah, I think really it, good show. It, it's tur- the, the turnout has been great. I think we we've had some more games that came in through the course of the day to help fill out some of the space. You know, and, and the weather didn't hold everybody back, which no, was awesome. No, so no, it's worked out. Well, guys, we thank you and ladies. We thank you all for being on the show tonight. All right, you, uh, Mr. Michael, go play. Uh, go play some pinball. Yeah, and, you know, no, go, and, no, dude, go play some asteroids. And, yeah, uh, there's a. You know what? There's an awesome game over there called Asteroids Deluxe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, check it out, man. It's yeah. like asteroids, but it's deluxe. <laughs> okay. Just, just don't wear out the trigger finger because I want, I want a twofer on the Duck Cup Championship. Okay. Uh, All right, Miss Grace, awesome. are, you, are you gonna go play some games? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, th- I think she's uh, got me commandeered to go play pole position some more. So. Okay. I, I think well, that's that, how that's going to that, work. That's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Well, let yeah, me get every, let me get everybody switched around. Christy, yeah, you want to hop back on over there, please? All right. Good deal. Yeah. Thank you guys for being on the show tonight. We really do appreciate it. All right. Oh yeah, we will. <laughs> Sorry. Grace, Grace is checking it with yeah, Dad. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, do yeah. I need to save it? Yeah, Grace is talking to me here, getting everything sorted and played out here. All right, Christy, are you cabled back up? All right, hold on. Oh, hold on. Oh. There she is. There, there I am. Is. All right, good deal. I lost my power there for a second, but I got it back. I, I turned you off. Maybe I, it was an accident? Maybe it wasn't. I'm betting no. That was right in my ear. But we'll pretend that the listeners don't know that you secretly hate me with a passion. Well, you know, we've kind of bought into it now that we're, well, you know, that doesn't just because we've used her in the past for voiceover doesn't mean we have to continue. Well, you know, I mean, it would be someone less. We'll, on, we'll see where it goes. It'd be somebody less on the payroll. <laughs> oh. that, that it would. That it would. Somebody cheaper. Poor Christy, okay, fine. Poor Christy. <laughs> Whatever. Christy, have you got to play games today? Um, no, I haven't because you've been putting me to work all day. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't. Know. What do you expect? <laughs> oh my goodness. I have to make my way onto the top of the payroll. Oh, you gotta make your way on the payroll. On the okay, payroll. Well. Spe- uh, I know I was talking about walking around earlier and just seeing um, seeing old friends, making new friends. A shout out to Phoebe Smith and, huh? and Lar. I could be wrong. I think today is the official 30th anniversary, the yeah, 30th good for them. wedding for anniversary. Quite the accomplishment. I saw uh, Phoebe earlier today. She was looking fetching. No. She was in a, a very nice dress and she was ready to go out to dinner and. Laura was appropriately addressed in, in a pair of very sporty, very stylish cargo shorts. Yes. And his, and that's, his shirt, that, which that's, that's, that's the him. way we got to roll, and, man. And and he rocks it. And, you know, so that they could kind of stay close to the expo, they were, what's the pizza? Is it Boomba's Pizza that's close yes, by? Yes, there's a Boomba's right across the street. So they were going across the street to Boomba's. Hey, man, you know, it, it works. The main thing is that they're here and they're, here and they're doing it together. Oh yeah, and, oh, and they're yeah. having a good time with each other's company after thirty years, man. Yeah, quite the accomplishment. Phoebe and Lar, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. And yeah, it's we're awesome. not. I'm not going to sing it. You know, I, I might sing it in person where it's not recorded for posterity. But no, I ain't, I'm not going to sing it. Happy anniversary. Oh no. come on. No, that would. Uh, if we were to break into that, that would be the show killer, man. 
You know, yeah, that's probably true. I just yes. looked over here. Yes, to my, it would. I just looked over to my right and saw somebody in costume, and I wanted to kind of mention for anybody that might be coming into the show uh, for next year. Mm-hmm. There is a cause, a cause. I'm, I'm not going to cosplay. You know, yeah, I, cosplay. You, I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. I have a hard enough time speaking, yeah. uh, you know, as it is, and. Uh, there is a cosplay contest held yearly. And I, I, Christy, you were in there for a little bit. I don't know yes. if you caught. I know there's an adults. I think there's kids. Did you see a kids like division? What I saw earlier today was a mix of the two. I don't know if they combined it this year because it does sound familiar that last year they had the two separated. But there were actually adults and children in the one that okay. I saw. Yeah, I think now that you said that, I think last year I recall that there was a separate. Mm -hmm. a child event or division division. regardless you know I've said this before like uh, I said this at Chicago and I said this at Southern Fried Game Room Expo everywhere check the schedule you know see what else goes on outside of just the games I've noticed in prior years that you know there's always kind of some some cosplayers here and I've stopped in and gone through the room but it is growing and growing and growing it's really starting to pick up steam there's more people it's very it's it's really cool to see they put a lot of effort into a lot of these costumes. Yes. What was the one from Super Mario Brothers, Christy? That I, I oh, did. it was Bowser. No, he it had was a Bowser. There was a Bowser there too, as well, yeah. I believe. Yeah, but, because Grace and I, when we were coming back from the airport, dropping off David Crane, we saw Bowser changing in the parking lot. <laughs> All the, yeah. the mystery is gone. Yeah, and we, <laughs> yeah. and we drove by you Bowser. He's not really Bowser. No, no, no. And oh we drove gosh. by Bowser, and you know what Grace said? She goes, "Hey, Daddy, there's Bowser," and I'm like. <laughs> Huh? How about that? That's amazing. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you happen upon Bowser, uh, not in transition, but he was. No, no. Fortunately, Bowser was. Uh, he, he was done, so everything no. was good. He was in costume. The the one I was talking about, and I think it was from one of the Mario's. You you keyed in on it. It yes. was it was like a, a cloud, and it, he was orange, and he had like a camera mm-hmm. on like a fishing line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like follows. From what I remember, at least, he follows Mario around, and he's kind of like his camera guy. And kind of like when you die, they kind of like zoom in on him because he's always following around because he's the camera guy. Oh, I thought it said that you said it had something to do with like saving the game or something. Well. I was, I was in reference, when you die, it kind of saves the game for you. Oh, it saves at that point. Okay. Like, I, I, I don't know. It, it's been a couple decades since I played it last. You're not that so old. So please forgive me. You're not that old. <laughs> but no, it was really good. I loved his costume. So what, really what, what is here? To, is this a Pikachu? Is that Pikachu beside me? All, all in yellow? I think, it's a, I think it's Pikachu. No, it's not. It's yeah. not? Okay. No, I can't. that's... Um, let's roll... I know what it is. Um, it's from a TV show. Okay. The name is escaping me, but he's from a TV show. Okay. All right. So the moral of the story, you know, if that's something that you're interested in, maybe you're a cosplayer. Yeah. You know, definitely come ready to go. I mean, <laughs> this show is really ch- picked changing it up. in the parking lot. I, I don't <laughs> know if I would condone that, but. You know, it worked out. It worked out. There's yeah. facilities here. I'm sure if you needed to change, you, you know, and you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I, I would say this being the fifth year of the show, it is it, it, the amount of cosplay and, and costumes and everything has has really ramped up significantly. I can't just thinking back on the prior four years, this year blows that away. So there's just been a significant number of people walking around in costume. So I walked through kind of cool. Like I said I walked through that room earlier, and I was I was shocked. Yes, and, and, and it, for a good reason. No, I no, mean, it it's, was it's, awesome. it's all good because it it helps to support the show and the community grows. I mean, so that's a good thing. It, it 
it's kind of taking me by surprise as well because I mean it's an order of magnitude different than it was last year. So you know, from that regard. Speaking of cosplayers, and th this may not seem like a direct tie, but it kind of is. It it makes me think of the vendor area, and, and I, I mentioned this last night. The vendors at at Louisville Arcade Expo, they're not vendors like. For example, Pinball Expo. Pinball Expo seems to be the opposite end of the spectrum. Yep. The Pinball Expo vendors tend to be parts vendors. If you want your LEDs, there, there's vendors for LEDs. If you want ramps, there's somebody there with ramps. Yeah, you know, metalwork, you got it. The vendors here tend to be, I don't want to say family-friendly or family-oriented, but I guess general public-oriented. Merchandise. Merchandise. There you go. There you go. That's probably the best way to put well, it. Well, I would even go so far as to say they, they're supporting the gaming community at really every end of the spectrum because there's a lot of indie game developers here. There's some board game vendors, some card game vendors here. There's art vendors. There's, yes, art vendors. Um, you know, buying and selling, you know, doing a swap meet on used cartridges and things like that. It's really all over the board. I mean, there's no theme because it's all the theme. It, it's everything. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> this represents. You're, you're not going to necessarily walk over there and find, you know, 14, you know, 14 rows of slingshot rubbers and, and this, plastics. This isn't really the show for no, that. No, it's and, not. And, and it's awesome. I actually need yeah, to walk no, around. No, it over works there out well. Because in my mind, I. I should have gone through the vendor area closer last year because that, for me, that is a great place to pick things up, like for the game room, you know, art or, you know, there's there's folks over there that uh, in prior years that have done like like the pixel bead art where they'll take the, the, the square beads or whatever it is and then each bead will be a pixel and there'll be a character and they'll do them in, in, in all sizes, whether it's coaster size or it's, you know, wall art size, you know, like print size or, you know, 10 by 12 or whatever. Last year, and I keep hating to reference last year, this is where I have failed as a podcast host. I should have gone over and done a better survey, uh, but, you know, I will blame Christy because she didn't do it either. There, oh, man. Uh, last year there was a gentleman. I think I do think he is here this year. He would take a scene that you know is recognizable, whether it's like the rope swing from Pitfall uh -huh. or some jump over a cloud from of Mario, uh, and then he'll kind of modernize it, you know, and then he'll he'll kind of give you an off-angle camera view of it, and it's a scene that's all that's known and recognizable, yet it's different and new yeah. and fresh, and yeah. it's just it's just really really cool work. Yeah. There, there's been some Disney art here that I saw a couple of people walking around with that is just that is just beautiful. And I mean, so there's a lot to buy, there's a lot to see, and there's a lot to take in. You know, for the for this show being at this area, it just seems like it's it's a very well rounded offering here at the show. So yeah, it doesn't really specialize in any one thing, but most everything is uh, is definitely here and definitely available. I mean, if you want to buy some pinball parts, you can find them here, but it's not it's just not going to be specialized towards towards that. Yeah, so basically, our show is the best, and you should come to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, heck yeah, we, man. But we love our hometown yes, show. We love our home show. <laughs> I mean, you've got pinballs in front of me. I've got pinballs to the right of me. I've got video games, arcades behind yep. me. I've got consoles and two rooms to the left of me. I've got a huge circle of tables uh, with consoles, and between each table, almost like a connector as it goes around the circle is a, a store kiosk from, from back in the day for all these original old school systems, whether, and I say old school, uh, <laughs> I mean, what's over there? PlayStation. That's, I mean, PlayStation's 20, it's coming up on 20 years old at yeah. this point. I mean, oh, there, there's, wow. there's a big Sega Genesis kiosk right there, PlayStation kiosk. It's, everything's represented. 
Yeah, Christy, have you ever played PlayStation? Like the original PlayStation? I have the original PlayStation. Oh, wow. <laughs> I do. I may actually have. Uh, I, well, I, think, I, was, I think you may have struck on a chord. I, I may. You said you, 20 you, years, and I immediately just felt old. You may have actually gained a few points in my mind. Oh, now I know how you feel all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there, there's everything here. Oh, you know what we haven't talked about? Because this is actually the way we're setting. This is to both of our backs. They do this every year. It's the coolest thing. So right now, what is it, Whitney? One, two, three, four, five. There are six systems. Yeah, projected on the wall. Projected on the wall. So you can come up to one of these tables, sit down. Looks like one of them is playing Mario. Uh, a Mario. I think it's Mario Three. Is it Mario yeah. Three where he where he had the ears and the tail and he could fly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it looks yeah. like Mario Three. There's Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, Marvel versus. Cap- that's usually up there every year. Yeah, and it is. Every year when I see that, I think it's running. And this is where I'm going to, you know, hate mail. To <laughs> Brent at yeah, BrentAtBrokenToken.com. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's running on a Dreamcast. And every year I watch that and I say, man, that it, that just looks so cool. I've got to get my Dreamcast out yeah. and, and play yeah. that game. So, there, you know, there's six systems up here. You come up, sit down, put in a game, and you're playing projected on a wall. What is that, Whitney? Probably 10, 12 foot oh. is, is what they're oh, playing Yeah, on. easily, easily that. So th- that's a real, uh, that's, that's kind of a neat thing that they, that they bring to the show. You know, and one we haven't mentioned about kind of the atmosphere in general. This place isn't lit up like it's broad daylight. When no. when the game room is up, they drop the lights and give you that arcade feel. Yes, they feel. do. Yes, they do. You know, our booth is kind of you know, fortunately, and I, I really like this. We're right in the middle of all the action, so we actually kind of have to bring our own lighting so we can see <laughs> what we're doing, which is fine. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Because we're right here in the middle of it. We're immersed in it. We're seeing people walk by. Friends walk by all the time and, and wave. And, you know, we, uh, we bring folks in and set them down. Yesterday was, a, was an awesome show in that everybody that we sat down and interviewed, we had people back to back and none of it was planned. We had no one lined up. Yep. And uh, we were able to just, just grab Snatch people as they walked by. Whitney, I can see you're trying to bird dog somebody. Do you want to go and check? Yeah, so yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go you, ahead. You go mind, ahead. Go ahead. I just want to make sure Grace makes it back here to the table. Okay. Yep. Go check on Grace. Pole position has adopted her. Yeah. Oh, is she in pole position? Go go back over and check on the I'm pole. Pretty sure. Yeah, that's where she's at. I'll yeah. be right back. Okay. Yeah, go check on her. Absolutely. She's working on her ten times more. You know, <laughs> we we need to get a remote mic. Like a roving mic. I thought we had one in a little backpack. You were telling me all about it. Were no, you no, lying no. To I mean, me again? no, I'm not lying. Again, jeez. No, I don't. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm like a like a, a radio mic, an RF mic, so that I could give you. I don't know why I would do this. <laughs> I it, it think would, it's a great idea. I mean, set I have, me free. I have no idea why I did it. So I could give it to you, and you could just wander around, and, and I it could would transmit it back people. here. I could find those crazy cosplayers, and I should say, hey, come in and talk to us because you hey, are look you, awesome. Hey, are you Pikachu? That's what you do. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Um, what are you? <laughs> Whitney, I, we were just sitting here discussing. We're going to have to get a wireless mic. I said a remote mic, but we're going to have to get a wireless we, we mic. We are because it would have been great just to pick that up and just walk you know, just walk around. But, uh, no, she, she's good. So, I, I've got an hour. You know what? For any of the listeners of the podcasts out there, we've done this a couple of times, and the listeners have come through. If you're kind of in the industry, if you set up audio uh, for a living or if you do it as a hobby or even if you're a, a fellow podcaster, I've seen – the wireless mic setups before where you got a mic and a receiver base, that's fine. 
I'd like a setup where I've got headphones as well, kind of like a, a two-way situation. So that so you can hear me really well in those ears. No, so you could hear me oh, while you're out roving yeah. around. I don't want that. <laughs> Christy, get back over here. Christy, get off uh, the mic. Yeah, Christy, yeah, get off the mic. Sorry, I won't talk to him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if anybody out there knows of such a thing, I've looked a little bit, and honestly, I'll be, I'll be really honest, I haven't put a lot of effort into nah, it. We really haven't had the need, but when you're at a show like this, then the need becomes very apparent. Yeah, I know we're definitely looking to do shows more often, and it would be it would be something kind of cool. You know, we do this for the love of it. Whitney, earlier I was talking to somebody. He walked up and asked, you know, I've had several of these today, which has been awesome. What is this? What do you all do? And it just kind of in, in, in talking with him, he, he asked, why do we do it? And where I think he was kind of going with it was. Why know, do we go to the trouble? Yeah, what are you getting out of <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, what are you getting out of it? And, you know, it's, I, you know, Brent, I got a sore throat one time, so you know, oh, th- yeah, caught a heck of a cold. <laughs> Miles on the vehicle, we're in tear on the body. You know, Jeff Waldron and I were talking about this last night, uh, right before we were getting ready to hop in the car and drive to the airport. Uh, he asked me much the same question. He's like, Whitney, a year and a half in, man, how how are you guys doing with the show? And I'm like, you know, Jeff, the show has been a lot of fun. The main thing though is we get to meet a lot of people. We get to make a lot of friends, and you just get to really kind of expand your personal network, and you just get to you know develop a lot of good, lasting relationships with people that have a kindred spirit. So, I mean, Whitney, look, yeah. at you, look at you and I. I mean, we've only come to blows once, okay, maybe twice. Each of us have only raged, attempted to rage quit, what, three times? Yeah, I three think, times. Yeah, it's, it's not been bad. It's not been bad, no. no. It's not been bad. It's all good. <laughs> You know, but they, I mean, that's just all part of it, you know. Yeah. But no, as far as that goes, what do we get out of it? I, I, a really, for me, it's a sense of satisfaction. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's, this is fun. It, my answer was the same thing. I just I stated it. I stated it as the love of the hobby. Oh and yeah, just to do it. Yeah, I just know? I just love making friends, man. And we've made some good ones with this show. Absolutely. And, and the show has paid back in spades for that. So it's been great. He, uh, uh, I think he was kind of going the direction of, you know, what's the payout? You know, is, is there a monetary factor? And, and you know, I didn't, no, I, yeah, no, I, no, didn't, no. I didn't want to get deep into it, but no. no, no Still waiting no. for my payout. No, no, this thing it's <laughs> like a mortgage payment. You'll be the first one to payroll. How's that? Yes. <laughs> oh, me. Well, man, Brent, I, I'll tell you, it's it's been a good day here. It's been a good day, but I, I think... Uh, you know, time-wise and everything, man, we've got our show coming up at 10.30 yep. here tonight. So just kind of looking at the clock, We're kind of necking up on two hours, and we got we do have a little bit of prep to do for the 10.30 show as well. So, yeah, so I think it's about time that we wind this one down. We put this yeah. one in the books. And, yeah. you know, just kind of a reminder for everybody, if you've picked this show up as the first show that you've listened to from, you know, the Whitney and I, the Broken Token Podcast, Whitney and Christy and myself, Brent. Yeah. Check the back catalog. This is ideally going to be the second in, uh, well, a multi-show series because I know that we're going to have some audio from Mr. David Crane. Yes, yeah. There's going to be at least two episodes out of that as well. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, this expo, well, by the time that we have the two live shows, by the time we have the the BC Happy Hour show tonight, and then we have the David Crane episodes, that's, that's going to be five episodes of the show just out of this just out of this conference itself so yeah it pretty it, sweet you know i would encourage anyone if you're just picking the show up you know catch up on all those so you can see what we're all about what we're doing but you know go back and pick up a studio episode uh, you know and you know, listen to the entire back catalog if you feel so inclined. oh so you don't stumble over your words quite as much because oh, no. it's not live oh it gets you it, it it gets no better than this and it only gets worse 
Yes. Yes. You I'm know. Glad to see you admit it. I still. The hardest thing here's here's the answer to the question of what's the, what's the hardest thing about doing a podcast and it's listening to yourself talk. <laughs> oh you boy, know, isn't that the truth? You know, especially you know you're doing a live broadcast like this and you're uh, you're trying to be entertaining. You're trying to you know appeal to your listeners, but and you're also trying not to have dead air. It's like. It's like doing a real radio show. It, you it know? very much so is. And, you know, like when we're transitioning people on and off, you're, you're trying to make sure that uh, you maintain some modicum of, prof- of professionalism. <laughs> and then you go, yep. you just throw that across your right shoulder and keep on going. Yep, just do what yeah. you do. <laughs> you know, we, don't, we say that, but we don't be discouraged if you want to start a podcast. Uh, we you would know? love to hear some new podcast startup. It'd be great. There's a few tricks, you know. If, Feel free to reach out to any of us. I know that Preston, happy pa- to talk. Preston and Patrick over at the Game Room Junkies would surely be open to help. Yep. Whitney and I, Nate, yeah. uh, Nate Shivers and Coast to Coast, Don and Jeff over on the Pinball Podcast, mm-hmm. and, uh, oh, of course, you know, the Pinheads guys down in Australia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, no I, quarter. I mean, oh, ten, no quarter. ten pence. It, it just goes on and it on. It goes on and on. Yeah. So what surprises me, this is this is a strange fork that we've taken, but it's, it's a fork worth taking. Which it surprises me that, yes, this is kind of a niche thing, but it's a big niche. There is a lot of people that come to these events. There is a lot of events through the course of a year across the country, but there's not very many podcasts in the big picture. And there is room for for many more, and there's a lot of different angles. Whitney and I, we don't fight about it, but we have to rein ourselves in because of all the directions that we take. We, We wanted to have... A little bit of a mix to the show, but we also have to have some structure and some consistency so that it's just not like completely and totally random. There's a lot of room. So, you know, I know we talk about it, we joke about it, and it, it's it if it's something that somebody out there wants to do, it's worth doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's well worth doing. It's so. It's been a fun ride so far. Look forward to what the, to what the next year or two years holds. It's a ride till we run in the ditch. Yeah. <laughs> Every bit of that. So with that, Whitney, let's go ahead and we'll shut this one down. We'll call this one complete. Yeah, and for everybody out there listening, uh, just uh, remember that we have the BT Happy Hour coming up at uh, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, and we have uh, we have corralled a fairly nice group of people to hop in and be on the show at 10.30, so we're going to do open mic and just have a, have a blast with it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I say we let, we let Christy take us out. Yeah. <laughs> Would you please, Christy, take us out? All right, guys. We'll come back in about, what, two hours? And we will be... Two hours? Riding. An hour and a half. Hour and a half. Okay. I, I rounded, okay? Just... I can't, I can't look well enough, I'm tea. just the unpaid help, okay? So I'm doing the best that I can for the not money that I get. <laughs> we love you, Christy. All right, guys. So find us. You know where to find us by now. And if not, well, look it up in another episode because <laughs> we are everywhere. And I can't possibly spend 10 minutes telling you everywhere that everywhere. we are. Everywhere. <laughs> it's exciting, exhilarating, and very frightening at the same time. Sweet. <laughs> Getting Did some love from the crowd as we're yes. taking it out. All right, guys, so I'm Christy, and I'm here with Brent and Whitney at the Louisville Arcade Expo, and that's it. So goodbye, see you later in an hour and a half, and game on. Congratulations, you made it to the end of another episode of the Broken Token Podcast. I promise they'll do better next time. Maybe next episode, they'll actually listen to me for a change. Just go easy on the guys. They don't have a lot to work with. 
but I know their moms would be so proud. We want to hear your feedback, comments, rants, raves, and otherwise, both good and bad. Drop us a line via email at podcast at brokentoken.com. You can also call us at 470-2-CALL-BT. That's 470-222-5528. And leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you, and we might play your message on air in the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broken Token and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Broken Token. Britt and Whitney are always posting content between the official episodes, and it's a great way to stay involved with the show between the shows. You can find our podcast on the iTunes store and on Stitcher Radio. Just search for Broken Token and subscribe to the show. Like what you hear? Please consider leaving us a review on the iTunes store and on our Stitcher Radio page as the reviews help out the show. Please visit our website at brokentoken.com for articles, reviews, restoration logs, direct show downloads, and expanded show notes for this and every episode. Once again, thanks for listening. The Broken Token Podcast would like to thank the only person on staff who has actual vocal talent, Miss Christy Litzy. And that's me. <laughs> Music for the Broken Token Podcast, graciously provided by Hayseed Dixie. Head over to their website at www.hayseed-dixie.com for videos, tour dates, merchandise, and to purchase music. I would be a little bit afraid, but I would also be very excited.